0: Yo, 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 how we doing today, Groovers? Welcome back to a on-the-rise podcast with D-Lo and Denali. It has been a fucking minute, am I right, Denali?
1: Yeah, it's been like six months.
0: And holy shit, have those six months have been busy, brother. We've been non-stop doing shows, uh, not even that, day-to-day life, trying to juggle everything all at once, and I feel like sometimes we get caught in the in-between and we never have time to fit everything in one day, if I'm correct. <coughs> yeah,
1: sometimes it gets hard to, you know, juggle everything at once, but um, you were saying the other day, this is this is the weeding season, you know? This oh, man. Is, this is the time that, uh, you know, separates the men from the boys or <laughs> the girls from the women.
0: <laughs> nah, bro, it's, it's, and it's absolutely true right now. Uh, we're starting to see a lot of the DJs that are coming in the game kind of so slowly starting to weed away because, you know... It's easy at first, it's all fun and games, but once you really start feeling those late nights every night, once you really are in the booth, constantly just spinning, it does reach reach back and hit you, and it's, it's not for the week, like you said, man. Uh, I'm glad we're still in that, in the weeding season. We have not been weeded yet, uh, and I'm looking forward to what's to come for the rest of the year. I just posted my uh, summer run phase two uh, dates. So, if you guys haven't checked that out, go ahead and check out my Instagram uh, link in the bio. Aside from that, Denali, what's up, bro? How you been? How's everything? I haven't seen you as much as before.
1: Uh, yeah. It's been pretty good. Uh, just started, like, two new jobs. I didn't work for, like, the whole summer. So, that was pretty tough.
0: You know, bro, I, I feel like I heard a lot of people telling me that it was a little tough to get work just overall during the summer as well. Uh, for some reason, people weren't hiring, man. Uh. I, and I see that and I I've, I've I've seen it firsthand how how difficult it could be. Uh any advice you could give people who are just struggling right now? I mean,
1: honestly, there's jobs out there, but for me like I was tired of the little fucking kid jobs. I mean, not not to, you know, say like people work little kid jobs, but I me personally, I was just tired of working like normal ass jobs. I needed something that was pretty much going to elevate me. So Honestly, my best advice is uh, if you haven't redone your resume in a while, basically you can use, like, ChatGPT or AI tools to basically rewrite your most recent uh, resume, and it'll, like, make you sound way overqualified than, you know, (laughs) what you could have ever thought to write. So milk the fuck out of those job, uh, those previous job summaries and stuff, like... Say you work at like uh, Del Taco or something, um, I don't know, just milk it be like, Oh, I was uh I don't know, like a chef, you know, like make it sound a lot better than
0: <laughs> just a cook, you know?
1: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like
0: hopping yourself up basically.
1: But yeah, you can use AI, specifically chat GPT, to like basically you would type in uh oh, write a better previous job summary than this and then you put in quotes whatever you had written
0: okay oh yeah yeah well for those listening man if you guys are still going through it trust me you are not alone we're all struggling to survive uh we all are here for each other so lift each other up when we are going through it all right
1: yes sir but honestly not only with work but in general i feel like the last couple months have been like just generally hard like for everybody you know, a lot of people have been, like, going through it. But I feel like uh, we're out of the storm. Uh, where to
0: Hillary. But... <laughs> Bro, a perfect segue, man. <laughs> so, we just had a quote-unquote hurricane happen. To me, all it was was, like, a rainstorm, my boy.
1: Yeah, if that's what hurricane season is, shit, I'll take that every year.
0: Now, not to, not to disqualify real hurricanes out in the butt-fucked lands of, you know... Florida, and Kansas and North Dakota, whatever, man, wherever they have those hurricanes <laughs> and shit. But this was really nothing. Uh, I'm glad uh, everyone that I know was safe.
1: Yeah, I did part. see
0: a couple people like out towards Palm Desert. It did get flooded out there. Yeah, I saw that. I saw a couple videos videos. I'm not sure if it's true. People, like, you know, using their kayaks to get along everywhere. People using jet skis. Things like that to get her out and about, and I did see some houses get flooded, man. So if that did happen to you, we are truly sorry. I hope things get better very, very soon. Speaking of that hurricane, though, man, you see how it canceled Interstellar?
1: Oh yeah, just well they said because they didn't want their workers like tearing the stages down during the hurricane. Not that it like was during the festival, it would have fucked it up, but like just for the safety of their like people the next day. Pretty much. That's what they they were
0: saying. So they were saying they canceled it due to the cleanup process the next day?
1: Correct, yeah, because they didn't want their, their workers, you know, in harsh conditions or unsafe conditions. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I mean, we went to a fucking football game, and we were fucking drenched. And that didn't get canceled. So. Yeah, I mean, fuck it,
1: Whatever. I wonder where all those people went, though. Like, what did they do instead? Did they get refunds on that? I don't know. I I believe so.
0: If you went in your cell and you didn't get a refund, leave a comment, man. I want to know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> so, I, I know you've been seeing this, man, and it's not just me uh, when I say this, but have you been noticing that there's less and less events happening at the NAS?
1: Oh uh, yeah, that was actually on my notes. I was gonna bring that up. Insomniac or just in general, like they're moving stuff to LA.
0: How do you feel about that?
1: Uh just depends on the space. Like that La La Land at Nod Street, that was a really cool venue. It was a lot of space, like not cramped.
0: Is that where we did uh Charlotte
1: Duet? I didn't go to that, but I think that might have been the same spot.
0: I'm trying to think.
1: Yeah, but it's a really big space and like there's room to dance. Like you're not cramped. Even at the front, like you can move around. You're not like stepping on nobody's toes. So that spot was cool. Nod Street, shout out. Um, How was the show? You know, it was it was a good time. Like uh like I think I told you I I can't even remember honestly because I was just having
0: such a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hell yeah. So I'm assuming Green Velvet killed it like always.
1: Yeah, and then their back three back, uh, I think it was DJ Seinfeld, Walker, and Royce. And then, uh, oh yeah, Green Velvet. That was that was something. Techno or what? Uh, like tech house. Really, really, really groovy.
0: Oh yeah, that's dope. You know, I I don't even remember. or Like, I can't. I don't know what the fuck my last festival was. I think it was EDC. Not too sure
1: Um Yeah I don't think there's been The festival after that would have been like hard
0: Yeah dude I don't think I haven't gone anything since I don't think we've
1: we've made a pod (laughs) Since (laughs) then anyways So we could talk about that for sure Uh,
0: About what uh, EDC? EDC yeah Oh man dude EDC was fun Uh, I enjoyed it shout out to you for making it happen Uh, Yeah Yeah let me tell y'all, man, when Denali's fucking committed to get us to do something, he fucking <laughs> goes all the way, man. He'll figure out some fucking way. Uh shout out to all the people we met at camp. They were fucking dope. Uh, you know, Aria, Peter, uh, Daisy. Daisy, fucking Richie. Oh yeah, Richie. Shout out to all you guys, man. You guys made com- made camp fun. Uh would I do it again? <laughs> Honestly, bro, I don't I don't know.
1: With more preparation, it was very rushed, and uh, I think
0: very rushed because we did it. We didn't know if we were gonna go for sure. But I would have to see how. I would need to try it again, pre-planned one hundred percent, and see if I would. Then I can decide. But like we talked about at EDC, uh, we're not going back. We're not. You want to tell the listeners why?
1: Because we fucking hate... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. So we both decided, like, uh, we, I've been to EDC twice, which for me, that's, that's enough. You know, I, I've gotten the gist of it. Like, the only thing that's probably going to change is, like, maybe the lineup. But honestly, the lineup was kind of wild this year. Fucking James Hype, what, three or four times?
0: Man, and you know what? Speaking about that, I really don't know how I feel about DJs having multiple sets in that weekend, man. Just because I feel like it gives a lot of opportunity to other artists that haven't been there yet or on the come up to play there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I see like Dombre... And don't get me wrong, bro, I'm a fucking Dombreski well, man. Well, I was going to say
1: with Dombresky, that makes sense because he had a disco Dom set and then what one other set, right? Or two other sets.
0: I think he had two regular sets and then a disco Dom set. And okay, your perfect example. Disco Dome and Dombreski, that's two different entities, two different sets, although mm-hmm. they're the same person. That could work. That but works. Like James Hype doing three different sets, although one was more techno-y than the others and one was an open ceremony. I feel like that could have been given given to again people that are on the come up and mm-hmm. things like that. I was actually very happy with that lineup this year. Um it was great to see I Hate Models for the first time. Always loved to see Patrick Topping. Fucking vibe. Uh, we, got to see, we got to see Reiner's own field. Uh, I don't know if I chopped that up. <laughs> Reiner's Zonneville, I think. Reiner's Zonneville. Some shit like that, man. But uh, it, I think Techno definitely was the vibe over the weekend for sure. We just wanted to go hard go heavy the yeah,
1: whole time. 100%. With that weekend, honestly, like I was upset with the lineup when I first saw it, but that's because I didn't know who I was looking at. And then uh, I think on the second day I was like, "Damn, I want to see some techno." And you were like, "Bro, that's that's Sunday, dog. Sunday's the techno day." And I was like, "Wait, what? Who are all these people?" Like, I heard of I hate models, but like Nine by Nine, I'd never heard oh, of them. Yeah, man, Reiner Zonnebelt, never heard of them. Patrick Topping, I've heard of, but I'd like never really like looked at any of his sets. But bro, Sunday night changed my life, and I mean now like. I'm super into the hard techno like 140 BPM and up. So, yeah, that should change my life and like my artist trajectory. So, yeah, EDC this year was fucking amazing.
0: So, you'd say EDC was like a pivot point on what you want to do musically as an artist.
1: Yeah, correct, as an artist. So, honestly, it, it is important to go to festivals and go to events because whatever you had thought before might change just off of one experience. So, I'd recommend, you know, go see more live events uh, as much as you can because, I mean, it could change your perspective on things and uh, you can learn things by just sitting there in the, the crowd listening. Like, it's oftentimes, like, some of the skills or like, little things I pick up uh, with DJing. I, I find listening to sets. Like, I'm like, wait, did he just do that? And then I run it back and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what he did.
0: Man, I think that's one thing that I don't if people haven't figured out yet is going to be a major help out when you're trying to figure out how to DJ and what to play at certain times. If you're listening to these favorite DJs of yours and hearing them play at different times, you'll you'll sooner sooner or later realize, oh, shit, man, this is what they're doing. That's what's working. Let me try to implement that into my set. And next thing you know, man, you're learning two, three things from there. You're grabbing two, three things from another artist. And that's how you kind of basically make your own style.
1: You Mm -hmm.
0: know? And that's fucking awesome.
1: That's where the sauce comes from. But, yeah, EDC was fantastic.
0: Did you see Afterlife was coming down here?
1: Yeah. Afterlife is pulling up to L.A. Two nights. Actually, last night I went and seen some of their uh, label artists. I saw, I think his name is... It's spelled K-N-M-T. He plays live, like, mm, I would say, like, spacey hard techno. Like, the, the kick in the bass is super, like, hard techno. Mm-hmm. But, like, all the sounds he throws on top has this very afterlife feel, if that makes sense. Like, futuristic kind of space. Okay. But it was dope because he was making that shit on the fly, like, he wasn't spinning, like, he was, he was playing live, so, that was cool.
0: I give those dudes credit, dude, like, they, that's, that's a whole nother, fucking level of, brain, brain function, that you have to be so quick with this, so fast with the like, your brain's going at a thousand miles an hour.
1: Mm-hmm. They say, I forget what, somebody told me this statistic about, like, uh, the brain process of, like, DJs while they're DJing, like, the amount of shit they have to be, like, in control of and to remember, uh, oh, they said an hour of DJing is, like, the same as taking a SAT as far as, like, brain function goes. Really? Like, that's how, how much your brain is working.
0: Fuck, dude. If, if DJing was a SAT, I would fucking ace that thing proudly, man. I'd be at Harvard, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, not uh, yet, not yet. But nah, man, I, I truly believe that as well. I think I think the brain is a powerful tool, and I think what we're doing is it's putting it to the test, trying to keep everything out in, in groove, uh, and that's badass. I think that's something I enjoy about this yeah. shit as well.
1: So for people that want to get into DJing, no, it's not just pushing buttons, moving dials, and sliders. There's a lot of brain process that goes into it a lot of things you have to keep i guess under control or timing timing a lot of there's so much
0: shit <laughs> and let me ask you this man i know we were talking about uh the insomniac shows and, st- and stuff like that did you see what john Sum is doing
1: oh yeah right at the the soccer fucking stadium America stadium
0: mm-hmm. massive
1: Yeah, that's huge.
0: This guy's career has blown the fuck up, Major. I think that's his first stadium, right?
1: I believe so, yeah.
0: Well, didn't he uh,
1: open up for Cascade and Deadmau5, KX5?
0: Oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. At the Torch? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Or Coliseum.
0: Or Coliseum, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I forgot about that. But this is the first headlining thing.
1: Headlining stadium, yeah. You gonna go? Uh... Honestly, I'm not really planning to go to any like major anything for a while. Uh, I'm just trying to stack my chips, but probably escape, and then I really want to go to that uh, Insomniac New Year's Eve uh, event in Vegas.
0: Dude, perfect, perfect thing. So I have on my notes, and I'm, I'm not sure, and I'm not trying to put any narrative on anything, but do you think that's going to be the new countdown? Because I haven't seen any promo for Countdown. And I'm seeing yeah. everything else.
1: I haven't seen anything for Countdown. But I wouldn't be mad. I mean, Countdown is cool, but this lineup is for the fucking Groovers, bro.
0: I think it's more of an underground lineup uh, taste. You know, there's definitely no heart. There's no heart style. There's no drum and bass. There's no dubstep. Dubstep. You know, it's definitely... Like this
1: is for the dan- The people that want to dance. Yeah, I agree with that. So that that's what excited me. I was like, damn, if they do this every year... Oh my goodness! New Year's Eve. Wow, that lineup like is stupid. Fisher, John Summit, A uh, and OTR. That's who I want to see so bad. I'm so mad I missed them. At John skyline. Summit's on that. John Summit's on there. He's the the blurred out name. Oh. For Vegas, I think
0: that'd be sick to do both. <laughs> <laughs> I was debating. I was like, drive to Vegas the next day. Do that. It's possible.
1: It's possible. But. Shit. Why not spend the whole weekend in Vegas? Got the boys out there. Shout out Adrian and G.
0: Full fetch boys. Shout out y'all. I mean. That'd and be fun.
1: I know G's gone. He got his ticket.
0: I don't know. That's something we're, we're going to have to talk about. I think that might be the move.
1: I'm I'm thinking so bro. Not only you're in Vegas. But oh my god, that lineup, bro. <laughs>
0: the LA one is fire too though. I, it's
1: the same shit.
0: Uh, no, nah, not They have
1: at all. more in Vegas, I think. Uh <clears throat> I think <laughs> there's like only f- like maybe five artists that are different, but mainly it's the same
0: lineup. I don't know, man. I think the LA one might have Fisher, but Vegas doesn't. Vegas has Fisher. I'm going to have to look at that motherfucker again, man. I promise.
1: Vegas has Fisher. And then the blurred-out name for Vegas is John Summit. And then the blurred-out name for LA is Fisher. I don't think so. I promise.
0: What do you think about Elenium selling out in five minutes? <sighs> Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man. Good for
1: him and his fans
0: <laughs> You see he got it his second day No Bro, this man sold out Friday And sold out again today, Saturday
1: Damn, that's the that's the night?
0: Yeah, this was this weekend Oh shit Yeah Where at? Uh, at this fucking stadium Fuck, uh what the BOC or whatever? I think it's the Torch The, the other one Okay The Coliseum but regardless, whatever the fuck the case is, this man sold these fucking stadiums out within five fucking minutes. That's gross.
1: How? <laughs> I don't know. What it what drugs do his fans take? Cause I need whatever that is.
0: Bree was Brie was walking by like a, a, a millennium set and she was telling me all she saw was people in Pasminas in the bucket hat doing their soft head bop holding their (laughs) their loved one their partner the stranger they just met some some major group hug like feely as fuck man (laughs) (laughs) now shout out to all the lenium listeners man but it's just not me and it's just crazy to me and good for him like you said man good for him that's awesome that he sold out in five minutes but fuck that's a dedicated base, man. That's a dedicated fan base. Yeah, dog. Wild. Wow.
1: I need. If it's not like that, then I don't want it.
0: <laughs> For real. For fucking real, man. That's <laughs> exciting, man. Because we actually have a festival coming up. Yes, We're both sir. on the lineup.
1: Yeah, a bunch of people are on the lineup, dude.
0: Uh, a bunch of local talent and a bunch of pretty big artists.
1: Yeah, honestly, I haven't. I hadn't heard of the bigger artists, but I mean, I was looking at their. IGs and they're like, I know a few, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they got a big following, so that's really cool. Um, now for
0: those who don't know uh, what we're talking about, me and Denali just got booked to play Garden of Eden Festival out in Atlanta Stadium. So we're technically playing a stadium, dog. Okay, yeah,
1: this is true. Um, this is true. That's <laughs> like how I said, Gonzo is technically on the TV when he did that live stream on YouTube
0: yeah no yeah i feel that (laughs) technicalities bro you can
1: you can write them down
0: no absolutely so we got booked to play this event man we're super excited we're gonna be along big names like etc etc uh i believe uh, shit who else we got on there before i fucking hype it up
1: i'm honestly really excited for all the local talent because i know how many like like supporters all of us have so it just makes me excited to think like damn All these people are going to pop out to support all these artists, like, that are local. Like, that's what excites me. Like, it's, I don't know, it's going to be cool.
0: Oh, I found it. So we're going to be along AFK, etc., etc., Murdoch, Teddy Killers, Blackout, High Zombie, In Orbit's Dubs, Mr. J, and Roll Roll. Now, those are the big name artists, but aside from that, the whole second stage and third stage lineups are nothing but great and amazing underground artists all around the IE, OC, and LA. And we are fucking static to be here, man. We see a bunch of friends here, and shout out to all the friends and fam that are on that lineup. It's going to be fucking killer. It's going to be a great time. Grab your tickets. Okay, we're going to have links in the bio for that. Grab your tickets to that because that is going to sell out. I believe uh, we were in contact with the owner, Freddie, of this festival. Shout out, Freddie. Uh, He's looking at around 15,000 people to be at that festival, man. Massive.
1: That's big time. And then uh, this is September 30th, so we got almost a month out. We're almost a month out. So make sure to get those tickets um, because I'm sure they will sell out.
0: You are you my, my desire. Bro, so I know we're talking about this uh, stadium we're going to be playing. and Although we're very, very excited. Did you see the little beef that's happening with that? Nah, what's up? What happened? So, apparently, for those who may or may not know, Mayhem Events is beefing with Garden of Eden. Now, they're beefing because of uh, artist lineups and promotion. Mayhem is very upset that a lot of the artists that were playing there are playing this festival. Now, how do you feel about DJs playing different events for different event coordinators?
1: Well, how are you going to expect yourself to, like, make it anywhere if you're not branching out? Like, I mean, I'm not saying that it won't work if you stick to one, like, collective or one event organizer, but... Uh, you're really limiting yourself.
0: Yeah, you, you can't grow. There's no growth anywhere. When I see people just sticking to one collective or one group or right. one just one event coordinator or whatever, you're just limiting yourself to playing at one place, and whenever they say, hey, we actually need someone to come, can you come, DJ?
1: Yeah, I mean, you're basically limiting yourself, your your success, to the amount of success that that collective or organization is, is going to make like you will not be more successful than that collective organization if you don't that part if you don't branch out, meet new people, that part. You know, make new connections. So, honestly like nah, I don't feel that. Like, and I don't think I would ever do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, hopefully they they get their beef squashed and uh they can make a, a great partnership, but yeah, man, I'm not on that boat either. I mean, whoever's listening to this as well, man, just keep that in mind. However far that collective or group or company goes, that's as far as you're going. Branch out, network, be out and about, hit up people, talk to people, and expand that name. Don't don't limit yourself.
1: Since the last time we were on here, we actually started uh, our own collective, uh, Lions Den. Um, yes, yes, yes. You yes, guys yes. have probably heard of it by
0: now. Uh, man, that thing is fucking awesome. Uh Thanks for bringing that up, man. Yes, the Lions Den has been fucking great. We have been killing it as a team. It's not just a one-man band. Uh, I appreciate all your guys' hard work. You guys have been fucking killing it. Uh, We are now booked from... Tomorrow is the 27th. And we're going to be in San Diego at Vibes Nightclub. Next week is a, a chill week. After that, we are nonstop every weekend for something with the Lions in. And I'm super excited because we're going to have the team all participating in this. So it's going to be a great time. We're going to get to see everybody. We're going to get to network with everybody that is out and about as well. And I think it's going to be a great time.
1: Yeah. I mean, the reason I bring up the collective is, you know, what we were talking about before. Like, we would never, like, you know, limit anyone in the collective to, like, only play for us. Like, actually, we encourage people to go out there and find new gigs and find new places to play.
0: Oh, yeah, man. That's part of the the schedule. I mean, I I tell you guys up front, I want you guys all to play your shows no matter what. But these are also going to be in the books. So focus on your artistry first and then focus on the team after. Because at the end of the day, if you can't help yourself, you can't help everybody else.
1: Correct. Absolutely. You know what's coming up? Fucking Burning Man. Dust City.
0: Fuck, dude. I always tell myself I want to go every fucking year, and I have yet to do so and follow through on that. You going?
1: This year, no. I'm not. Like I said, I am I got like two things planned for the rest of the year.
0: That one's special, though.
1: That one's special. That's why like, you got to plan that boy a year, year out, maybe two years in advance if you really want to.
0: Now, yeah, set up nice. I don't know if it's the same anymore, but I've been told you need to have, like, a, a group of 10 or more. I think maybe even more to have, like, your own little setup.
1: I thing. mean, it's a community, though. You can always join some randoms. Like, I mean, that's, I mean, what I've done for the past two EDCs, uh, random people that, you know, ended up being my friends. So that's honestly, like, one of the best parts about, like, Camping at a festival is, you know, all the people you get to meet, like, (laughs) you'll meet, like, some lifelong friends. It's pretty dope.
0: I think I'm going to skip out this year as well. I think next year I have to to plan that thing, man. I think next year will be the year that we go. I I don't even care about playing this year. I just want to be there, man. I want to see what it's like. I want to be lost in that storm, that desert storm that everybody talks about. And you see pictures of. uh, Could I do a week with all the debauchery that happens there? Fuck man, I don't know. That's a.
1: That's like a two week thing because you need a week after to recover.
0: Fuck man, man. the older we get, definitely not
1: even <laughs> mentally. I'm just talking about scrubbing <laughs> all the dirt. Yeah, man. Off that's,
0: yourself. That's a. Uh, that's definitely a trip that you definitely need some more time after to recover. Uh, yeah, man. The older we get, the harder it is to rave For some reason, I feel <laughs> it's not getting easier.
1: Yeah, I mean. Last night I was at the Future Factory and I'm not gonna lie bro I was like I was ready to clock out at like 3 bro shit ended at 5 I was like fuck man What time did you get home? Mm, 6.30 6.45 Oh yeah you saw nah, the sun Yeah we We ended up staying till 5 Which fuck. I was grateful for Cause them things came back in And I was vibing <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude so you see where Travis Scott's been lately? Yeah
1: In the house scene. Just like Drake, just like Beyonce. I'm telling you. Fuck
0: man. How do you feel about all this shit? All the rappers coming over to the dance music scene. They wanna stay successful, right? They gotta go now they're gonna be sampling what we're sampling. You know what I'm saying? Like they they're getting the ideas out out of the dancing at this point. I see this I see this video of Travis Scott uh fucking being obnoxious and being loud as fuck at a black coffee set. Like, what the fuck? You're not there to fucking rage, my guy, with black coffee. You're there groove to chill, to he- bob your head, and I don't on some crazy shit, man. Me, personally, man, I, I love music. I love hip-hop. I love-, I love that you're able to create off of anything, and that's cool. But have some respect if you're going to go in there. Just like they want the respect when anybody from the outside world goes into the rap scene. They want that respect for it. I think it should be the same, vice versa, going into the dance scene. I think they should put a little more respect on it just because I feel like they think it's a game or they think they can fuck around with it um, and not take it as serious. I mean, I think Drake did a great job. He was in the bag. Like, you've seen all the videos. He's in the bag just chilling, fanning himself, bopping his head. He's respecting it. Yeah. But when you're over here being Travis and obnoxious and loud as fuck, like, that's not the move.
1: It's just the difference of understanding the culture pretty much. Yes. And I mean, you know, Drake has uh what is it? Kainan music in his camp? They're OVO. Who? Ah, uh, fuck, I I don't know how how it's pronounced, but the homie Eric always fucking I know puts go- me I know Gordo
0: them. Be, be fucking with him heavy.
1: Uh fuck, what's their name?
0: Kainan... But what do you guys think, man? Kinda leave music. a comment leave a comment on what you think. Like what what the rap game is doing to the underground music game. Uh well, how do you guys feel about artists coming over here and dipping their toes? Leave a comment. What'd you say? What's your name?
1: Yeah, it's it's spelled K E I N E M U S I K. Ki music, I'm pretty sure. That, uh that
0: sounds familiar. I've seen like I've seen that on It's that.
1: like three dudes. Their like logo is uh, like a cloud. They I'm pretty sure they played a uh, Coachella. Um, I think I know
0: who you're talking about. I think I've seen that name.
1: But yeah, I was just uh chilling with the homies the other day and uh, the homie eric put on their set from burning man and it was it was a sunrise set bro mad vibes they play like afro house yeah, yeah. like black coffee type um but yeah they're in drake's camp they're uh, ovo i'm pretty sure so you know drake knows like he needs to like branch out as far as like label wise like with like all genres of music like why would he stay you know stuck to rap So, he's got these fools playing Afro House. That's just... (laughs) It's like Cloud9 shit. It makes sense why their logo's at Cloud. There's uh, underground beef going on with the afters Twitter beef. Uh, Honestly, it's like fucking small fry shit, honestly. Now that I think about it, they just like put way too much energy into it, I think.
0: Well, so... so, did you see how it started originally? Nah, like, fill me in a little bit. So, for those who don't know, uh, over the last weekend, this Twitter page called S uh, SoCal EDM Events went on Twitter and was like, oh, don't quote me, but I think he said, oh, uh, Lick and Dip is trash. Like, the crowd is trash. And so, someone like, commented and was like, oh, how come? So then they screenshot it, they saw it. And they were like, Oh, whatever, you fucking suck because you fucking work with this other collective control room. Control room. Yeah, control room. This other crew out in LA doing underground's like, Y'all ain't y'all ain't shit, y'all are pussy. Fuck your mom. He did ass told him, like, fuck your mom. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm gonna donate. And see, this is where personally I don't I don't I don't agree with you're gonna talk shit and then you're gonna try to smooth it out by saying, Okay, I'm gonna go donate some money to like a charity now. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that's 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 a little. You're trying to like that's a petty move, bro. Like you're trying you're just, to be okay with talking shit by smoothing out some other thing.
1: You're just doing that shit out of spite type shit. Yeah. Like, would you have donated if that hadn't happened?
0: That's a good question. And although they they said that they've been doing donations every week, I don't I don't I'm not saying they don't. Uh, I've seen it multiple times on their pages, and that's awesome that they do. But I also feel like when they decide to do it, it's sometimes out of spite or pity.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, and I can't speak. I haven't been to Control Room that I know of. Uh, I mean, I've been to Lick and Dip a handful of times. But I never went after they or before they blew up. Like, I've only been since it's, like, become hella mainstream. And the crowd's cool. I mean, no, I mean... This is licking Dip. Yeah, this is licking Dip. The mm. the crowd is cool. Like, generally, I've i heard, like, there's creepers, pickpocketers type shit. Like, it's starting to get, like, saturated with, like, just fucking random people that, you know, probably aren't even there for the music. You know, they're just there because that's where the party's at.
0: I think there's more of that happening right now in L.A. And, again, uh, Lickin' Dip is killing it. They're... By staying on top of it and being creative with their stuff. Like, I don't know if you saw that they did like a hovering stage at one point, I think this summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where, yeah, the DJ was on top in the air, and everyone was underneath like some Life of Pablo shit. Uh, if you guys remember back in 2016, I think was that when the album came out. His tour was an LED panel um, underneath him. It was it levitated, and then people that paid to be on the floor were able to kind of, like, mosh around and kind of dance on the dance floor. That's kind of what it was. Um, and that's fucking badass. They're, again, they're killing it by doing all this different stuff. But, again, when lashing out as a company, it needs to kind of be a little better. Yeah,
1: most definitely. I mean, I'm going to hold my words, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's tough out here, man. I mean, I get it. Um, um, yeah, no, they they put on good ass events a hundred percent. they're smooth ass events. Like they have, uh, I heard they have like literally a booth where you can test your drugs there.
0: Yeah, bro. Uh, I see that they, they, they have a tester, the testing area. They have EMTs apparently mm-hmm. on site, ready to go. If something were to happen, which is awesome. But again, just the logistics stuff has to change, uh, and be better. Uh, it's not it's not a major thing but slowly but surely i think these guys can make that happen how's how spinning going personally
1: me it's getting really good i've like chosen to smoke weed less and i can think and actually get my phrasing correct and analyze what part of the song i'm in and where i need to do my loop or where i need to bring the song in like i don't know things are just clicking now i don't know what happened like like i said i stop smoking so much and uh yeah i'm just feeling extremely confident like the last couple shows that i've played um so i'm i'm super happy i'm excited where you know this artistry is going um i've been actually in the studio with at weapon music Shout oh out the homie, man. Big Ivan. That's
0: right. I saw you working on some tracks, man.
1: Yes, sir. I told you I was finna get in the prod game before the end of the year. So right now we're looking at two tracks. Um, One's a little slower. I think it sits at like 140 BPM. The other one's at 155. That one's super nasty. Uh, We're still working on that one, but it's heat. Like, I mean, all credit due to the homie Ivan, like, he's I'm basically ratatouing the whole shit you feel me like just being like oh what if we do this and then you know he's just on the laptop like making the fucking dreams happen so yeah basically I'm fucking ratatouing the, <laughs> the whole
0: tracks but um are you guys doing like a EP project or just
1: I think we just want to get a handful of songs together uh before we decide to drop uh just to you know, sit there and, like, kind of see what sounds best, and then once we figure that out, we'll probably make more of whatever that sound is. Um, So, I mean, I would say, yeah, there's probably an EP coming. Fire. Uh, So I'm super stoked about that. Like, I I can't wait to play these songs, too. Like, for, for me, the hard techno is where I live. It's where I'll die. Spinning that shit, for me, is, like, is it's easier than house per se, which I'm not sure why, because it's a lot faster. Like you don't use beat sync. You have to beat match like by ear or whatever. Like, so it's a lot harder to do, but for some reason I excel like way better at it. I think it's just because I like that music the most and like I can understand it well.
0: Do you think you're going to be releasing it this year?
1: Um we I got wanna, we got four more months, I would say, yeah, like probably some sometime in December, a little Christmas package
0: oh, that'd be cool, like a little gift to the fans type deal
1: mm-hmm, and then bring in the new year with the new music
0: that'd be sick. do you have a plan do you have like a a goal on what you're trying to accomplish from now to the end of the year
1: uh yeah, like I was telling you on the way here, um uh, I wanna record a hard techno set i have one but i didn't release it just because it was it wasn't like perfect i mean it's never perfect but like this shit was fucked up but anyways (laughs) so yeah i'm gonna do a, a one that i feel comfortable releasing and then uh i'm gonna send that to some venues some event organizers uh places where they you know play that kind of music um and yeah hopefully make a name for myself uh in that genre and I can start playing as many shows as possible, keep working on production. Um,
0: so are you going to fade away from the house music, you think?
1: Eventually, yeah. But, you know, right now I'm still in that spot where, like, it's uh, important for me to take any opportunity that I can get. But I want to start leaning more towards, you know, playing uh, hard techno and stuff and playing at events that cater to that uh, just so I can, you know, grow my fan base correctly.
0: So what do we expect what should we expect to see at Garden of Eden Fest?
1: Hard techno. Like like I said, I'm bringing the nastiest sounds I can find. But I'm, I'm r- excited. Mad excited for that set. Um Yeah, I've been doing some crate digging lately. Uh I'm trying to find some older stuff too, like just like uh it's called like Brooklyn Bounce. It's like kinda like Psytrance, but it's just got this like I don't know. It's just bouncy. It's like bouncy, but still hard. Okay. So it's like groovable.
0: So you're talking like Patrick Topping style or what?
1: Yeah, Patrick
0: Topping. That's sick. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Is there anything else we should add to this pod? Um, of course. Can
1: I think of it right now? Nah. What are we doing tonight? We're going back to the future factory. They're having Cyber Town or something. I think it's a collab with Underwear, uh, Rodeo, and then the Future Factory. Um, but yeah, it's supposed to be like mm, I think it's like House, um, Electronic, and then they said some stuff like people have never heard before. So I'm excited to see what that is. But yeah, it's supposed to be like three stages. Um, if you've ever been to the Future Factory, they got that huge room that's, like, visual panels on the whole entire ceiling and on both sides of the walls. Uh, so, it's, it's like, a extremely immersive, like, visual experience, too.
0: That sounds sick. Yeah. I'm excited for that tonight.
1: But, yeah. Um, I'm stoked for that. I'm going to link up with the homies. Have a good-ass time.
0: Any shows you would like to plug before we head out? Um,
1: pretty much just those ones, I don't think, I mean, tomorrow we're playing at Vibes Nightclub in San Diego, downtown, that starts at 8 o'clock, open decks from, what, 8
0: to 9? Yeah, man, I mean, we have a lot going on, tomorrow, August 27th, we have uh, Vibes Nightclub in San Diego, we are going to be playing from 9 to 1, if you'd like to be part of the open decks, uh, I don't think this will be up by then, but uh it's an hour open decks and then we get started september 9th we will be at zing's lounge in fullerton uh we are doing a collab project with house me up shout out house me up man they're good people over there uh the twenty, the 16th of september we are at lava nightclub in santa ana we are doing a, co- a collab with factory house and there will be special guests for that one i'm very excited September 22nd, we will be at uh, El Rincon in Santa Ana with La Selva and Savage Entertainment, man. Shout out to Semper Vibe. Shout out to 420 Savage. They're fucking super sick people, man. I love chilling with them every time we're together. They're always a fucking vibe. They've been showing nothing but love since we met them, man. So shout out to them. And then we also have Garden of Eden, man. Super excited for all these events. Leave a like. Thank you to everybody that stuck by. Anything else you want to add, Denali?
1: Remember, write that shit down.
0: All right, y'all. This has been on the rise. Shout out to all of you who've made it this far. We will see y'all next time. Peace. Yeah. Oh shit.
1: Later. Damn. Look at me, look at me now.